Welcome back to Keep It Open. I'm Logan. And this is Stephen. <laughs> we also have some special guests in the studio. Take it away, Stephen. Is this our... But Tristan doesn't count, so this is our first guest ever. Because Tristan doesn't count, because he worked for the podcast. Yeah, I guess so. We never had anybody on. Have You're the problem? first official guest. Wow. Wow. You get a mug or something. <laughs> so I lost my mug hook up recently, so the mugs we had. Give him that one. <laughs> Get that you get give me that one back. <laughs> We've lost the mugs. Got my mug. I don't know what you're talking about. I got my mug. Well, uh we have Gadget, uh Chris. We've talked about him quite a bit on the podcast, I believe. Usually just like uh honorable mentions here and there, like when we talk about Robin. So um you wanna say hi, Chris? Oh, what's going on? You gotta get close. You gotta get close. What's, what's going on, guys? Can you hear me? Yeah, they can hear you. You know, I can't hear you. Yeah, he is deaf. Ah, he, is, he is deaf. Got him. You do have to be close to it, like um, like an actual like mic mic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, a, yeah. like a sure. Yeah, like a sure. We had to make it that way because I yell a lot. And uh, if we didn't have it very directional, Stephen's mic would pick my voice up. Yeah. Because I shout. That makes sense. Sometimes. That makes sense. I've been known. So it turns loud. out Logan's a loud individual. Yeah. I get loud, man. Hey, if it makes you feel better, I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you can't hear me. Honestly, it's <laughs> me too. Apparently, it's more impressive that way. Believe me, though, uh, the day I woke up and realized I couldn't hear anyone either, I was very surprised. You're like, motherfucker, <laughs> this is crazy. So I should go to the doctor. I, I told you guys how that story went. No, no. It's, so I thought it was sinuses. It was early in 2020, like late 2019, early 2020, springtime. Sinuses. Oh my allergies, sinuses. You know how you get like. Sinuses or allergies, and you you feel congested. Yeah. Uh, so I had like this the swimmy head. I don't know how to explain that, but you know, like if you turn your head too fast, it feels like your brain is moving. Yeah, slower. everything's just kind of. And like my it, eyes hurt, and like, and it turns out it was just the pressure on my nerves that was causing all of that. But then everything sounded muffled, mm. and I was like, ah, sinuses, sinus infection, sinus problems, whatever. Yeah. It'll pass. Uh, and then like three weeks went by and it didn't pass, and I was like, this might be an issue. So <laughs> I went to the doctor and I told him maybe I have like an actual like serious sinus infection, something. So I got checked up and uh, he said, there's no signs of a sinus infection. So we're going to send you over to audiology, do an audiogram and find out about that. And um, they keep track in the military. And then when you go to the VA afterwards as a veteran, they keep track of like your hearing because it's a very common issue with military service that you lose some of your hearing. Yeah. Um, So they keep like a chart that, that tracks all your hearing and, Mine was showing like a slight decrease over the mm. years I was in the military. Uh. And then the next one I did when I went to the doctor was like mm. three steps lower than it should have been. Uh, so severe uh, decrease in the hearing. So they sent me to an audiologist and they went and took a look and then they sent me for MRI, did the head scans. And I had the tumor on my nervous system, basically on the backside of my brain that was putting pressure on the, that is crazy. On the nerves and stuff. And so well. my eyesight went down some, I, I got shaky and, Lost my hearing progressively over time. So by I'd say July or August of 2020. It's, yeah. So that's that. Uh, I finished 2020 at 80, 85 percent uh, hearing loss, and then by the time I got to 2022, I was they the best they could gauge me at was like 97 and a half percent. So you can still so hear basically 100 <laughs> percent if it's yeah if it's if it's loud enough. Yeah. It, but it's hard to judge. That's why they can't say 100 percent because mm-hmm. at what point does it get loud enough to where I'm actually feeling feeling it? it. Yeah. Is, and not and not knowing that I'm hearing it, right, but right. I respond to it. They're like, "Do you hear this?" You know, and then do something really loud, but I can feel it. So yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, I hear that." And they're like, 
Mm. Do you? Do or you? Are you feeling? And it's hard <laughs> to you. distinguish. Yeah. So they won't put me at a hundred percent. Yeah. But they, they best they could gauge was like between ninety five and ninety eight percent. That's wild. So that's something that just happened, like progressively. It's not really it, like there wasn't like it wasn't like a thing from birth where you just had it. And you, like you just you got a tumor in the Developed wrong place. Over time. Yeah, that's where these come from. Yeah. Okay. So on my neck, and then on the back here, there's a. Okay. On the back is an, of my neck is another one that uh, they pop up because it's a side effect. Of oh, the, that's wild that it just tumor. that thing can just happen. So these are these are called like subcutaneous. They so go away under the skin. They come and go. Oh, interesting. But sometimes, like, they'll come in and they'll get real irritated or really bothered, and they'll swell up. And mm. so, like, this one I had to have cut open and lanced. Ooh. And then they suck the... You ever seen those things they use on babies? Yeah. Like, yeah. suck the shit out of yeah. their nose? Yeah. So they did it on that. And they can go in and take the actual, like, the cyst cell itself out, but they didn't because it's the VA, and they're <laughs> not going to do anything 100%. Speaking of the little um, booger suckers for babies, did you know some moms don't use them? And it's just easier. They just put their mouth over the kid's yeah. nose and just yeah, suck it out yeah. like a maniac. Yeah. As a father of two, I've never heard of that, but I'm glad I didn't do it. That's fucking nasty. That's disgusting. I don't love anything. I've seen videos much. of it. They're like... Just, I guess it works, man, yeah. but God. Or blow into it. You thought getting spit back from your vape was bad. Yeah. Imagine a little snudge. Yeah. Little... I'm going to throw up. <laughs> Shut up. Shut I don't up. know if you've ever cleaned out a baby's nose. That's a lot. Yeah, I mean, like, I'll go wipe the kids. I got all those nephews, so like, I'll, I'll take a bare hand and like, wipe some snot and rub it on my jeans or something, but I'm not going to put my mouth on it and lick yeah. it up. You should. You should like try a, it. Like a cum dog. <laughs> it's not what I am. <laughs> you should try it. Sounds like a movie, Cum Dog Millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> That's just I, just, I just, I don't like that story. I didn't like when, I can't remember who told me that. I argued with them, like. And their mother that did it. And I was like, no, people don't do that. <laughs> that's just you. I'll die on this hill. <laughs> yeah, that's just, you just did that. And that's weird. I bet you take your child. <laughs> you shouldn't but, um, have a child. Dresses uh, me out. Tristan is here. He, I did say guests. Um, we have three mics. So Check, check. What's up, guys? It's the podcast, Pixie. I'm back, bitches. He's not back. He's just here. I'm just here. He doesn't have a mic. He's using Big Steve's. Yeah, I'm having to hold it right Stevie now. Stevie Dicks. I feel... Uh, Forgotten. He will not be a part of the post production. Alone. <laughs> you guys want to reach out to me? My number. I don't want to give. I really don't want to. Who? No. no, no. Uh, what's your um? Give it back. Give it back. What's your creative Instagram that you made me follow and then abandon? Um. You have a creative Instagram. Just sprucing. Just, oh yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at at just sprucing around. Yeah. Yeah. He posted three things when he opened the Instagram and never did anything ever again. Hey, that sounds like the hell Instagram. <laughs> That's true. my fault. That's my fault. True, 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 true. It's hard to edit videos when you can't hear what's going on. Um, yeah, but what's your excuse? He's a lazy piece of shit. Yeah. He loses footage. Did he lose footage for like a wedding once? Yes. yes He's yes, trying yes, to promote his creative Instagram and get job offers out here and we're like shitting on him. I have a WWE update. You said you didn't have it. It's brief. You lied. Remember when I talked about it last time for all you loyal listeners? And I said, it's probably, I, mean, I had a whole bunch of big things. Like, it's probably all over exaggerated. You know, people get it. Was, I mean, yeah, basically that was true. Like, it's not that big. None of it's that big of a deal. The, um, if you remember my breakdown of the hierarchy after the, if the, you know, purchase goes through, the um, current CEO of WWE is going to be the quote unquote president of WWE because they're going to have it set up like the um, UFC is, like Dana White's yeah. president. Um, he came out today. He was, his name's Nick Khan. Or came out recently and just reassured the fans, you know, put a little statement out. I was like, hey, Triple H is still in control of creative. Uh, he 
he and Vince can talk if they want to, but he is still in control. And of course, you can believe him, and that might be true. And you can believe him, and maybe it's not true. It doesn't really matter. You know, people are weird because they just don't want Mr. McMahon involved at all. Um, my thing is, I don't care if he's there. Just make good product. Just yeah. make it good. Just big trust. Can I ask what's the deal with McMahon? Like, why people oh. don't want him there? Oh, allow me. So, about 10 months I'm ago. Sorry, Steven, you're dropping your head. No, you're fine. I can make it quick. I don't have, last week, I really got deep into it because I was I haven't invested at the time. I haven't to last week's episode yet. Don't worry about I listen it. loosely. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. Anyway, <laughs> about 10 months ago, it came out um, that Vince McMahon had had some affairs in the past with some of the talent and paid some hush money, which, you know, coming. isn't illegal, obviously, but people got really upset. Like, just to kind of avoid a storm, he stepped down, and then they had an internal, like, investigation, and they found, like, okay, he did have some affairs. There were some payoffs, which is really, you know, not, not that it's a good thing to do, but it's fine. Like, it's a bad thing to do for a person, but... You're not going to go to jail. You don't. You don't have to lose your job. And he also has 41 percent of the company's stock. So it's like he decides if he loses his job. Anyway, he is the board. Yeah, he is Vincent Kennedy McMahon. <laughs> um. Anyway, but they found that um, he did pay 21 million dollars in hush money over the course of you know 25 years. The only fault at fault thing he did, which you get why it happened that way, because it was trying to cover things up. He used uh, WWE money, not his money. Right. So he paid that back. Um, when they when they okay. found that out, so, so he, he paid, paid it back out of his personal funds. Yeah, he's got plenty. He paid it back. The only reason he didn't pay for himself in the beginning, I imagine, is because then you have to explain that when you can write it off in WWE expenses, it's easier to cover up. I sure. Imagine. I mean, if he's trying to cover up an affair, it's hard to then go home and explain to your wife yeah. why you spent twenty. Hey, Linda. <laughs> One point five million. At that point, I feel like it's easier just to go home and yeah. be like, "Hey, there was a new audition. And yeah, I fucked her." Yeah. Sorry, sorry. You know, my bad. I yeah, made a mistake. I know it's the fifth time this year. Real hot, real hot. Yeah, don't worry. Anyway. She's going to bring in a lot of fans. So, but when that all happened, it all kind of settled down. When he stepped down, they named um, Nick Khan, uh, who is the now CEO, and Stephanie McMahon, his daughter, as the co-CEOs. Um, and Triple H is the chief operating officer. Oh, so she mar- she's, she's married to Triple H, yeah. And um, they made him the um, – he was already the chief operating officer, but they put him over creative because Vince has always been over creative. Yeah. So it's really cool because he was getting kind of stale. He's done amazing things, but – you run out of ideas. He's getting kind of stale. Time. Triple H has been doing great. You got a fucking problem. I didn't say anything. I don't like the way your face looks. Sit up in your chair. <laughs> if you don't like the way my face looks, you can leave the fucking room. I would be I'll happy to. It. I'll say it. If you don't like the way his face looks, you made an odd choice sitting across from him for That's every fair. one of these. That's right? true. Y'all could have know. turned back to back or back to back. We could have just like <laughs> looked at the window, like sat side by side. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Watch but people words. at that point, um, when he stepped down, the new power thing, it all worked out. But in the midst of all that working out, people decided he was a rapist. What? Which seems like a jump. It's cancel culture. They're <laughs> like, going to latch onto anything and try to. Like, he had some affair. And maybe there like was a. In, let me clarify. I don't want to say that in like a like a mean way. Like right. everybody in cancel culture. Right, right, Sometimes right, right. it's for good purposes. Of course. That they want of to course. shut somebody out because they did a terrible thing. But I feel like. People like jumping on those bandwagons and on those hype trains and being a part of like a movement. Right. So they'll try to latch onto anything. Right. So they it's like something he definitely did a bad thing. and You shouldn't cheat on your wife. Sure. But yeah. paying hush money doesn't make it right. Now, I know there could be power dynamics and like could you know they didn't feel like they could say no. I don't know all the specifics, but neither do these people that decided he was a rapist. Well, so right, but it's that's a, a sensitive subject because yeah. it. it, it when you're trying to get into an organization or a job or a business, yeah, especially like that, something like the WWE, and they're at yeah. that kind of power. It's the kind of the whole, the whole thing that happened with the actors and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, with that one really shady, 
yeah. terrible dude that was yeah. taking advantage of all the people auditioning yeah. and all that. The, it's almost a similar situation in that because he has the final say. Yeah. So it would be hard to say no, but I feel like yeah. at that point, your options are say no. What's the worst that can happen? You get rejected for right. the job. Like, right. Go do something. Right. So I get that it's not. Or bring it up if he rejects you. Like if he's like, all right, I want to give you the job, yeah. but you got to do this. Yeah. And you say no. And he's like, well, never mind. I'm not giving you the yeah. job. TNA is always hiring. Yeah. Now you've got now you've got ground to stand on yeah. to go say like he's exploiting people. Right, you can bring exactly. the case to light. So, so uh, you just never know. It's now, a very sticky subject. To the base matter of it is he owns forty one percent of the WWE, so he decided to come back. He said, "I'm back now," and uh, so he's the chairman. He's the executive chairman of the board again. He left um, when he came back. Stephanie McMahon, pretty not at the same time, but like within a week, announced her. She said, "I'm going to step away. I'm a boot scoot, do family stuff." Um, so Nick Khan is the sole CEO. Triple H still over the creative. Um, Mr. Man just over the board. He just wanted to, he's like, I think people close to me giving bad advice. I don't think I needed to step away. I think it would have blown over, but he's back now. And, and coming back, the stated purpose was to foster a sale, like prepare the company to sell, to sell. And, um, that was, uh, I'll start 10 months ago that he came back like in December. Now I'll be fair. When he left originally stock dropped quite a bit. When he came back, went back up. So, I mean, people financially, he's been the face of WWE yeah. for, Two three decades. Yeah, I mean, he bought WWF with three W's from his grandpa for a million dollars in 1982. Last week, I kept saying late 70s. Then it became just WWF. Then it became WWF. Then it became Wrestling Federation. Yeah, as it was Worldwide Wrestling Federation. Yeah, it was just World Wrestling. Yeah, and once he bought that from his grandpa for a million in 82, he went around and bought all the other regional companies or violently ended them. Wasn't there like WCW and all yeah, at that point there was like AWA, NWA. I mean, all those Ohio Valley wrestling, there was some intent. There was probably 15 or 20 across the nation and he either bought them or there are some horror stories where he didn't buy them. He just like would go to a TV or cable provider that was going to like put out, um, I can't remember the company's name, but they were putting out Starcade was their big pay-per-view and Vince knew that the owner of that company was counting on that to succeed to not go under. So he went to some of the streaming, not what streaming, but you know where they would show those, and said, "If you show Starcade, then next year when WrestleMania, you know, six comes out, I'm not going to let you have it." So they said, "Okay, so we're not going to show Starcade." So like that failed, and then the people would just have to sell to him for pennies. So he was pretty ruthless, but that's business. <laughs> that's business, baby, and he did good. And yeah. now after Microsoft, he bought it, from, yeah, Google, they're all doing bought stuff. it for a million from his grandpa in '82, just made an, a, an agreement with Endeavor, valued the company at nine point three billion. Um, I feel like it's it makes sense for him to come back to foster a sale. Mm-hmm. If so that's the case, and the way it's not nobody knows yeah. the and what they're doing, and you'll hear it on that last episode. If you're hearing it again, it's interesting. Just get over it. He's not going to retire. It's not a cash sale. They're going to combine. Endeavor owns UFC. They're yep. going to combine WWE and UFC into like one company. They'll still nothing will change on like the yeah the five fronts. They'll be. And um, there'll be a 12-person board with six people from WWE's board, six people from UFC's board. One big Executive umbrella. chairman of the board over the new company, which doesn't have, it's going to have a new name to oversee it. But Vince McMahon will be the executive chair of that. Okay. Um, and then Dana White will be president of UFC, Nick Khan, president of WWE. It's going to be sense. beautiful. And allegedly, Triple H is still in charge of creative, if you believe something like that. We'll see. We'll see. I didn't get to watch SmackDown this week on Fox. That's a story for another time. At 7, seven, seven, seven Central. <laughs> If you want to check it out. Man, you trying to get sponsored? What's happening? Get SmackDown sponsors. Keep it open. Brought to you by Friday Night SmackDown on Fox. One day there will be a Keep It Open podcast that's filmed live at like WrestleMania. Oh court ringside I would die. I would die. My heart would explode. You've been awesome. I'm assuming quiet over there. Yeah. I've been talking the whole time. That's, Have you? I wasn't That 15 
I'm done. So y'all get the podcast. I'm going to sit back. I was entranced in Logan's story. How are you around spicy food? I'm what all right. <laughs> okay, I'm back in. I can't take a break, apparently. It, uh, it depends the level of spice versus flavor. And then also, like, if things get just, like, straight spicy, it'll mess up my stomach some. But as far as, like, handling it, that's fine. I just have to deal with the consequences. Okay, I was curious. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. can, like Confucius say, hot mustard burns twice. Mm. Lord knows it does. Lord knows it does. We've got a bunch of hot sauces here from the hot ones. If yeah, you... I remember, and I told you before I came out here, and you said about me being on the podcast, I was not touching those. You don't want to do a little, like, uh, last dab? No. little, uh, what's that one called? What, the bomb? Like the bomb? Evolution. Yeah. yeah. Snort it. Snort it. Give her a sniff. Give her you a sniff. You give me $3,000 right now, I'll snort it. <laughs> oh, my God. Hold on. Let's think about this. <laughs> $3,000, he snorts the bomb. The last dab, Apollo. I'll, I'll put like one on my thing. It's not. I'll deal with that pain for three grand. Right? You go now. blind. <laughs> You'll go blind for hey, sure. I lost one sense. If you go, if you're deaf and you go blind, your sense of feel is going to be off the charts, right? Right, but that's. I mean, what you're going to have to have people sign into my hand. Oh you god. Know? Which um, I actually have met someone who uh, like through the deaf community. Uh, his dad is deaf and blind, and really? that's how he communicates with his dad. That's what Helen Keller did. Is he signs? Can we not bring up Helen into, Keller? but that Helen Keller's fake. So Keller's fake. She is. She's not a real person. I think uh, she's the, real. She's a real person, but the person who was like, these are all the things she said, and all of her beliefs was just using her for political gain. I don't believe in it. Yeah, I, I, I just like Helen Keller was born blind, deaf, can't talk, can't. She doesn't have political opinions. She just doesn't. And it's just not possible. They're like, oh, we found a way for her to sign in my hand. I'm like, that. she doesn't know like if, anything. She doesn't understand Like that. if she had gone either blind or deaf later and was only one at the beginning, maybe. But like, well, how, how are you going to learn Braille I if they can't about, tell you what you're touching? Like, this is an E. She doesn't yeah. know what a fucking E is. I yeah. think about that sometimes because, like, <laughs> now I, I watch my movies with, like, captions and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And it always comes up in, in the brackets and the captions. It's, like, suspenseful music. And yeah. I'm like, okay, I get that. But that's because for the first 30 one years of my life, you I could it. hear suspenseful music. Exactly. If I was born deaf, that would mean nothing. To it's me. just Jaws music for, would, for Gadget. Yeah. Da, <laughs> the Jaws <laughs> music. Suspenseful music, yeah. it's either in my head, depending on the situation, it's either something like Jaws-ish yeah. or it's like Psycho-ish. Where yeah. it's like the ee, ee, yeah, ee, yeah. you know? Um, but yeah, I think about that when I read the captions. Is like, okay, if I'm born deaf, so if you, you putting the words suspenseful music into brackets... Fine. What you're, a te- you're telling me what the scene's supposed to look yeah. like. Yeah. But I have no idea what that means yeah. if I've never heard suspenseful music. Mm-hmm. Like in my head, what's the difference between suspenseful music, romantic music, happy music? Yeah. And it's like when they put in there, uh, the captions are always slightly ahead of what's happening on screen. So they'll put loud bang and then it'll actually happen on screen. <laughs> you know? So like my kids are like, it ruins it, you know? Mm-hmm. But every time it pops up like loud bang or something and I'm watching a movie with my kids, I always go, ah! Like, <laughs> I act like I get scared. Yeah. They get a kick out of it. It's loud. Probably, probably disrespectful on my part. But they Thank get you. a kick out of it and I'm a dad first and foremost. Guess what? It's your house. You can do whatever fuck you it's want. It's my rules. Yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I'll yeah. spill popcorn sometimes. Yeah. Like, throw popcorn around the room. It's it's fun. The kids love it. They love it. Oh my god, I love it. Well, that's hilarious. But anyway, <laughs> Helen Keller was fake, so well, we won't get into that. We don't have to. It's a fact. I don't have it in me. I don't have it. I'm I'm weak. I love the jokes, though. <laughs> I do. I love the jokes. What jokes? There's no jokes there. 
This is very serious. No, no, no. I'm talking about the Helen Keller jokes. No, no jokes. Those aren't jokes. The Helen Keller jokes. Like the whole, like, how do you confuse her and you give her a basketball until you read it? Oh. Why did her dog run away? If your name was, uh, you'd run away too. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're being canceled. No, he can do it. He's deaf. He can say whatever the fuck he wants. Keep him coming. Keep him coming. (laughs) I'm good. I'm going to stop there. I I was working at Academy Sports and Outdoors. I was like 17. Mm -hmm. And my manager... Uh, Philip, I'll call him out. Uh, he was like 65, and I'm in the back unloading the truck, the deliveries, just yeah. unloading the truck. And he came back, didn't say anything to me all day, walks up to me and told me that dog, the Helen Keller, do- Helen Keller's dog joke, and then walked away. That was the only thing he said to me that whole shift. And I, I was befuddled and confused and quite possibly bamboozled. Quite possibly. Quite possibly. <laughs> so, Gadget, how's it? What's it like? Playing it's video like games. A, it's like a, anything else. No. What's it like playing video games now? So far, we're in a, a, a weird age of video games where everything's just being repeated. Yep. Most games are becoming IPs. They're no longer like standalones. Mm-hmm. Ever since like the Halo franchise and all that became big and became Halo 1, Halo 2, Halo 3, most companies like Call of Duty and everything started on that same trend around the same time. So most games just play out the same. Uh, so it hasn't been a huge change. Mm-hmm. I'm able to rely on my past experiences and understanding and knowing, you know, map knowledge, timing, what people are most likely to do. Mm-hmm. And it's been a lot of fun. The fear for me <laughs> is when new games start dropping and it, totally different play styles. Yeah. Um, like even we, we played that early access of the X defiant. Yeah. It was call of duty and all of that still, but it had some new features too. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like mixing in Overwatch and Call yeah. of Duty and that kind of stuff. And it was cool, and I was doing pretty decent at it, but there was definitely things I didn't understand were happening. Yeah. Um, and even with the new Call of Duties and stuff, I feel like as Call of Duty has gone along, they've gotten less inclusive. Yeah. They like to claim that they're inclusive, but like there's no captions or screen cues for kill, kill streaks streaks, yeah. and things like that. So like I'm just running along on a 10 streak, having just the game of my life, and, and then the cruise SAE, missile, yeah. you know, or... A, SAE drops. All of a sudden, I'm in a cloud of smoke, and I'm like, "What's happening?" And then my character dies, and I'm like, "Well, why didn't I know that was happening?" Yeah, you know. And then if you play the game normally, you know that there's little announcer guys like enemy Hilo incoming or whatever. But there's why doesn't everything else? It, he says thirty seconds left. He says bomb has been planted. Anything else? It shows up as captions, but the kill streaks don't. That's so weird. That's what it feels like. It's just a switch. Like just make it do that. It, it's like, <laughs> it's a couple lines of code. It's just. You know, it's yeah. the same code they use to turn everything else into captions. Yeah. You just include that announcement. Yeah, like you've got the thing made already. You did the hard part. Yeah. And you don't even have to do it for each yeah. line of text. You just say kill streak announcements, true. Mm-hmm. Captions, kill streak announcements, yeah. captions, true. I think the problem is, is it doesn't say anything at all. In the game at all? Yeah, it doesn't say anything. So Apparently like, it does. No, it doesn't. So like well like for kill streaks like if an enemy calls in a like a cruise missile it doesn't say like enemy cruise missile you just have to hear the cruise missile like pop because you can hear it and well, then you gotta be like there's been um, things that pop up the banners that pop up in the top right corner mm-hmm. but I'm looking in the top left yeah, the yeah. map I'm looking at the screen yeah. I'm checking my ammo I'm looking at the where my teammates are all this and it doesn't matter if it's a team mm-hmm. or an enemy one it'll pop up for a brief second in the top right hand corner yeah so it'll see they're blue it'll, or red yeah it'll pop up but it won't like speak it into the game if right and, and it, it's only there for like a second so yeah. if you're in a gunfight yeah, you, you don't have time to be like wait what's that and yeah. then go back to like trying to win your Ooh, gunfight oh a chopper gunner yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, wonderful 
if you miss that second window, yeah. You're done. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. It's one of those things. Call of Duty. I die. I come back in two seconds. And yeah. then I just keep shitting on kids. True. You know? Um, it's just it's such an easy thing they could do. that would make all the difference. Right. It's the little things that count. It's what I tell people all the time. Like, learning one or two signs if you work in a service industry mm-hmm. makes the world of difference. Makes a, just a tiny bit of difference. Yeah. Um, but it, it's it's so tiny to you. But to someone who's struggling to communicate throughout the whole day. That brief second of relief, yeah, is massive for yeah. me. It's it's massive. Um, where did we go the other day? No, it was on my flight here. On my flight here, uh, I got on board, and I always let the flight attendants know because they do the safety brief and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I always tell them I'm in this seat, and I can't hear the safety brief. So if there's anything important about that section that you need me to know, please let me know in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, so I told the first flight attendant I saw when I got on the, uh, on the flight and, uh, she knew like the alphabet. And so she spelled out like, thank you. You know, I'll come see you. Yeah. Such a relief to me. Yeah. It made the whole flight better. The whole flight. And I sat in the very last row of the plane. She just comes so back. So that's a terrible flight. You just see her like walking back yeah. there a little, uh, speed. She's like, Hey, the plane's going down. You're like. Oh, well, I always I keep this. I keep this meme on my phone. That's a. <laughs> it's a picture of Steve Harvey, mm-hmm. and uh, it says uh, "flight attendant yawns," and then it says "deaf passengers," and it shows the picture of like Steve Harvey and yeah, like shock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, so it looks like the flight attendant screaming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and all the deaf passengers are like. And I always show the flight attendants after that. Like I tell them that I'm deaf. Mm-hmm. I always show them that to kind of like lighten the mood because most people get uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, for sure. When you tell someone that you're deaf, yeah, especially in my situation because I still talk. Yeah, so it's very confusing. Yeah, for people, it is. And that's why yeah, when yeah. I go in public a lot, like when we I've been out here with you guys, I've talked quite a bit. Yeah, they but, they they expect you to sound like Helen Keller. Right, but back home, <laughs> I don't. Bringing it back. Yeah, bringing it back. Look at him. He's a comedian. That's genius. beautiful comedy. You, Thank, you. Steve, Thank you. You're the right here. You're the right here. But no, I, when I go out in public back home, I don't I don't speak. And like the video I did, the interview that I did after my haircut yeah. um, with uh, my stylist, with Bethany, uh, that was my first time. Shout out to Bethany. <laughs> yeah, Scissors and Scotch Nashville. <laughs> yeah, Woo! you would fucking love it. Hey, fuck you. When do you get a haircut? All right. I forgot he didn't have hair again. You go and you get like a glass of like whiskey when you get your hair cut. That's oh why I said you would like it. You get a free drink. I'll go. I, yeah. I, I, it's a full service bar and then the room behind it yeah. like separate. First of all, I can go to a haircut place and get, get my head shaved. I don't have to do it myself. So I could go get a glass of whiskey to shave my head, shape my beard, give me a little warm towel yeah. on the face. You want to open one? They have a, no. a package that's <laughs> called the, the 35 year. And uh, basically all it is is it's like the trim yeah. and they'll do the... Shape up on the shape beard. That and shape all that. I'm getting like bad. I'm getting with worse. With razor. The more I do it, the worse I get. They do the uh, hot towel. My hand shake. They do the hot towel and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know that and sounds then, wonderful. Get a hot the, towel on the dome. You can oh. get a mixed drink, a, like a straight uh, liquor, like scotch or whiskey or bourbon or whatever vodka, and or you could get like coffee or something like that. I love a cup of coffee. Oh my god, I'm gonna go. I love it. It's a good place. Um, when we go visit, that Nashville. was the first time I'd been going. <laughs> I'm getting treated. I'll take you guys there when y'all come to Nashville. Um, but that was, I'd been going to her for almost a year at that point. Mm-hmm. And that interview was the first time she heard me speak. Really? Mm-hmm. Ever. Like you would just point at shit? For a year. Like pictures and stuff? I would show her pictures and she would type on her phone and I would type back and that kind of stuff. Because it's just, and it's it's purely out of choice. My choice because it helps my comfort level and it helps them remember. 
So the way I explain that is my comfort level is I don't know how loud I am. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize that, but when I lost my hearing, it's not just external. It's my nerves. Mm-hmm. It's not an eardrum problem. It's my nerve, my nervous system, the cochlear nerve. So I can't hear myself. So I don't know if I'm yelling in the barbershop and I don't know if they're playing music. So I could be yelling lag loud and everybody's uncomfortable in there. And I'm like, yes, yeah. so I choose not to talk. Like right now I'm making a very conscious effort to just try to use what I think is a normal voice. Yeah. You're pretty loud. It, oh, fuck. You're not, you're not. Loud. Oh, thank you, Logan. Cause I was about to start like whispering. I think I'm whispering. Did y'all um, see a side tangent that reminded me of that did y'all see on uh Andrew Soul's podcast, they brought the clown in to scare Bert and Bert has like a real fear of clowns. So do I. And he shut the fuck down. Hey, like, he started, happens to me. He started crying. Gadget. Do we have a surprise for you? <laughs> Greg, <laughs> come on out. He also has a fear of latex balloons, like oh. just standard oh, balloons. Oh, I've seen that one, yeah. And it, he said, he was talking to Tom, but I said, if they brought balloons in there, I might have had to leave. <laughs> and it, the clip is so funny. He really does. He's... <gasps> and like... <laughs> I got chased around a Halloween party for an hour and a half by, by one of my friends in a clown costume mm. because I knew I was afraid of clowns. Someone's getting stabbed. We were at a Halloween like bonfire, and he chased me around for an hour and a half, and finally he ran out of breath and gave up, but I was not stopping. Not a gadget. And then, <laughs> and then that night, Chris was laying there, and he goes, I'm going to be a Marine, and if this happens again, I'm going to kill him. I'll be ready. I'll be ready. <laughs> I'll be ready for this the next time. From over the I'll catch him coming out of the house <laughs> yeah, before yeah, he even yeah. gets out the door. Yeah, you know what I mean? God. But no, it's um, honestly. I, I get that. I mean, I'm not to. What was I saying? Not well. Not to um, what the, minimize that at all. Me. We'll go into the barbershop. Not to minimise because I know that can be very awkward, and I don't. You know, you're obviously dealing with it very well. Oh, I was well. explaining why I don't talk. But when I used to get my hair cut, <laughs> oh. well, we can skip this one. <laughs> Moving on. Sometimes I just, if I ever go back to get my haircut, I might, I might feign deafness <laughs> if I can just get out of having to talk to anybody for the entire time. Well, that's. You think that you don't want to, but yeah. there's actually, like, I've found, because I used to hate, I had to get my hair cut every week in oh, the military, in the mil- every yeah, Sunday, yeah. and they always wanted to conversate, and I never wanted to conversate, and I, it it was such a problem for me. Like, I was like, I don't want to talk, just let me close my eyes and right. cut my hair, let me get out of here. Over, in and out, 10 minutes, you know what I mean? Because it was easy. They shave the sides, keep the hair, the top short, I was good. Right. Since I was unable to communicate during a haircut anymore... It gets real awkward. There's yeah. a certain comfort level that comes. Even if you're not wanting to talk yeah. back, them talking yeah. to you provides a level yeah. of comfort. Instead of, because if you think about it, it's a very idle activity on your part. You're right. just sitting you're just, there, and somebody is servicing your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Period. And not in that. Sense. And even it, yeah. Calm down, Logan. I'm sorry. Tristan got excited. He's like, "What? Uh, what barbershop is that?" <laughs> um, in Korea, it's any of them that have the old school barbershop spinning poles with the different colors on it. You know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. They. It's like a happy ending massage parlor in South Korea. With haircuts? With haircuts. That's it. Hey, everybody, load up. We're going to South Korea. (laughs) We're going to drive there. Let's go. Boogity, boogity. Take the CRV. Um, (laughs) Let me know. I got to keep this in my head, but I got to finish explaining why I don't talk. So, go ahead. Well, that was just about it. But I get what you're saying. Even just the, even if it's not a conversation, even if it's just like, how's that? You know, you know, where do you, how, how do you want the back? Or, you know, little things. I guess I'm thinking a big picture. Like they start asking me, like, "Well, what do you do?" Like, oh, you don't need to know what. We don't need to do this. Yeah. We don't. Well, I mean, it's what do you do? It's uh, things like that that <laughs> I found things that I do, or things that I used to think annoyed me. I was actually just taking things for granted. Yeah, that's true. And so that's been the biggest thing adjustment yeah. for me is it's hard not to appreciate those things anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's like, man, I would right. I'd love to be able to just sit down and not have to see you and have a conversation with you. That's fair. Um, that's but she fair. has to. And it applies, and I went over it in that interview with G too that I did on the the Twitch stream. So much stuff changes 
in relationships that you have with people. Yeah. Whether it's your barber who has to stop cutting your hair and come around so you can see them Mm -hmm. to talk to you or to type something. Or it's like if you're in a relationship, there's no like let's cuddle on the couch and watch a movie and talk to each other at the same time. Because now we have to stop cuddling and move face each other so that I can see what you're saying or we can sign to each other or whatever. Um, If it's your friends, as you all have seen this weekend, it's a very mindful thing on y'all's part. And I appreciate y'all have done an amazing job to my knowledge so far. Well, I've talked making sure I've talked some shit, you know, Yeah, (laughs) but of making sure that you turn and face me. Right. If you need to talk to me or something like that, Um, y'all have been pretty good about it so it's it impacts every facet mm-hmm. so the reason i don't talk in public for the second part was mm-hmm. for their comfort or for their memory yeah because if i start talking people will forget that i'm they're gonna forget and they're gonna start talking while they're cutting your hair and, and they have a whole conversation just- and i'm trying to follow it in the mirror and believe it or not lip reading backwards is even hard because people's you get used to how people move their mouth mm-hmm. that one is reversed so if they talk or... out of one side or the other then you're used to the way the letters look and then when you reverse that it's just it's crazy Tristan's not wrapping his head around that we what? might go over that again <laughs> and it's like I explained it's so hard with lip reading anyway because yeah. if you go through the alphabet there's four letters where your lips actually yeah. touch and especially for like traveling or anything everyone talks differently yeah accents, they, they, and, accents like and the way their mouth moves and stuff like that it is very different like when you first got here and you were in the car you're just looking at me like what the fuck is and this i've gotten guy? more comfortable yeah with what it. what the fuck is he saying and yeah you've gotten a lot more comfortable with it yeah as far as like that, being f- able to that first couple hours with both of you yeah. was it was rough yeah i was i was having to work really hard and that's yeah. what i told him this morning because we were talking on the way to the to the store um as the night went on yesterday, like as we were hanging out and things got dark and things got harder and stuff like that and everything. Oh, um, they got harder. I was getting drunk, so I know my mouth was starting to But it's not it's do so things. much work yeah. that after a few hours of being in social situations, Gadget I'm so here. mentally exhausted. exhausted. Yeah. Mentally exhausted. Because it's it's literally will yeah. of fortune. I get thirty percent of the sentence and then I'm playing fill in the gaps. Yeah on what could be said based off context yeah. and the situation. Well, and like you said, coming down here, everyone's got a different, I mean, I know Nashville's also kind of whatever, Southern accent, but it's different here. It's different. Of course. In Nashville, a lot of people talk out of the side of their mouth. Yeah. And here it's just different. A lot of us have mush mouth, you know, so. Mm-hmm. So y'all just move your mouth really fast. Yeah. And the thing about mush mouth that people don't think about is you touch your lips together way less mm-hmm. because you're talking so fast. Right. You don't rely on your lips to make those separating consonants. Right you're using more teeth on the bottom lip or tongue. tongue to, a lot of tongue. A lot, a lot of, tongue. of tongue. My tongue so stay involved. Stuff runs together. So that. My tongue stay involved, man. Yeah. I'll use the strongest, strongest muscle in your body. We'll That's test tr- that out later. Yeah, I'll show you. <laughs> I'll show all three of you. You got real awkward <laughs> in here. Uh, yeah. So, so it's that's why I also speak like when yeah. I'm back home is it's just because if you start talking people forget and they yeah. just want to tr- they start and it's not a bad thing to treat me like I'm normal. Like last night, like I've done a yeah. pretty decent job of remembering that you are deaf. Um, and like when I know you're not paying attention, I'll say something, you know, not necessarily just something rude or something, or just like Logan will say something like he didn't hear you, you know, and like you don't hear me say that. And then Logan's mm-hmm. like, fuck. I didn't know you were doing that. Yeah, all the, all the time, all the time. You're not looking, I'm always saying something pretty. I know the rude. one time we were getting out of the car, and yeah. he said something, you told me that you told him. Yeah. Like, hey, he didn't hear you. And yeah. Logan was like, fuck, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> But he informed me this morning too. I didn't know it. One of the things that makes me embarrassed is making people repeat themselves. Mm. And he told me this morning that when I we were at Tristan's house yesterday, I asked about the record player, like 
20, 30 minutes after oh. y'all had had a whole, <laughs> whole conversation, conversation about, it. about yeah. the record player. And I was like, oh, that's a record player. That's cool. Oh, yeah. and y'all didn't even bat an eye. Y'all just had the whole conversation again yeah. With, yeah. with me. Yeah. But because I wasn't presently looking yeah. at you guys when you had the yeah. initial con- I was like racking the pool yeah. balls or something. It's brand new. Brand and, new, yeah. Yeah, to me. But y'all didn't make me. Because like sometimes at family get-togethers, I can tell. Like yeah. they'll talk to my, my nephew about what he's been doing in California or whatever when right. it comes to visit. Right. And then I'll turn around five minutes later and ask him the same question. Yeah. And I can like, see like, it on all their faces. Yes. That he, that, oh, We've got to repeat the story again. Yeah. yeah. So it makes me feel like an annoyance. You know what I mean? Yeah. It makes me embarrassed. It's hard with family so. because it's almost like you're so ultra comfortable with family that they don't even try to give any patience or understanding. The first thing, Thanksgiving 2020, when we finally all got together again, COVID was kind of dying right. down and, and my situation was kind of working itself out. And I told you guys, because I was back on Discord at that point. Right. And I told you guys I was nervous about it, about the yeah. holidays. That Thanksgiving, I mean, I think my mom broke down twice, like in the kitchen cooking. Like she just started crying twice because I couldn't follow anything that was going on. Yeah, I, yeah. I felt so secluded. I was just yeah. sitting off to yeah. the side. And it's got to be hard or something because everyone's yeah. talking and they're all across the room and everyone's everywhere. And well, it's like I even struggled out there in the living room. Mm-hmm. When we yeah. were hanging out talking to your dad earlier, I was – yeah, but you have to figure out without hearing who's talking. Right. So just when happened to look I just at them. watched him, and when he stopped talking, because he was – I'm very observational because of being deaf, and I observed that he was very dominant in the conversation. So he was, like, <laughs> my, interrupting a lot, dad? or he was talking – he was the majority of the doing the majority of the talk. So I just waited. And when he stopped talking, yeah. he would yeah. – he was really good about laser focusing on whoever was talking. Yeah, he's been drinking He looked three. straight at <laughs> so. <laughs> so I think – I don't know if that was for his comprehension. If or he hears noise, natural. he's just – <laughs> yeah he's like a squirrel he just perks up and looks at it so whenever he would stop and look at someone i would just look in that direction yeah yeah but i was still like it's safe. because y'all communicate back and forth so quick by the time i looked around to see who was talking it was and then i nobody over here is talking i would look back at him and he was mid-sentence he's back yeah he's already going again right he didn't catch up so right there were, so anyone you're catching you're catching you're missing the first part and then you're only getting part of what you see because of you know the lip reading, and then you have to figure all that out. Like the story he told, where it was just very fluid. He just yeah. kept going. Yeah, and I laughed so hard, and I enjoyed that. But it was it was easier to to follow. Yeah. So what would you have done? <laughs> the trash can. <laughs> the trash can I, died. I died. We gotta get him in here to tell the story. <laughs> that was. You know, he needs to be the next guest speaker. Maybe on the Patreon. The Patreon. The Patreon. You ain't getting that for free, bitches. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> That's five dollars. It was like a movie. It just kept like we knew the end. Yeah. And yeah. it just, I didn't, I thought the ending would be the worst part. Like I said, yeah, well, and it just got more catastrophic yeah. with every That's second, like, uh, the machine, it's up there with the machine for the, one of the greatest stories ever told. <laughs> and if you think about it in the machine, he tells you exactly what the ending is uh-huh. at the beginning. Yeah. He tells you, I was there. Yeah. I hooked up with some Russian gangsters yeah. and I became the machine. When I was 23, I got involved with the Russian mafia. Here's how it happened. Yeah. yeah. And then every part it's of the your story dad. gets funnier. It's like when I was... <laughs> How old is he? Fifty-seven. When I was fifty-seven, I shit myself on a bus. <laughs> it's like this is that story. Yeah. Like, that's literally. this is how it happened. You can have that for free, not on Patreon. So that I, was the premise of the story, and that's not the worst part. So I ate some crab salad <laughs> <laughs> and or a Mexican casserole that yeah. was left out. Maybe a mixture of both. Who knows? What? Oh my god! This is my well, dad. What would you have done? Because you came back after you lost your hearing after a certain amount of months, kind of came back into yeah, it's gone like four or five months, yeah, like right? into the Discord. We're all playing on a Cold War or something, yeah, um, whatever it was, um, yeah, yeah, Cold War just come out. That's yeah. why I came back. Um, what would you have done if you just fucking sucked dick at video games? I noticed a change. He <laughs> didn't notice a fucking change. You dumb son of a bitch. Yeah, let me ask you this for that comment there, Logan. What would you do? What would you think if you've seen me play? Imagine if I had my full hearing. 
I'd be, I'd be pretty good. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'd like to say I'm above average. Yeah, yeah you at, are. You at are. least at Call of You're Duty and stuff. Yeah, I'm very good at the game. Uh, I'd like to say that I'm above average, but if I had the ability to hear someone running up behind me, yeah. a lot of it things could would, be different. Yeah, a lot of things would change. Because Cold War was harder, actually, believe it or not. Like, this new, the Modern Warfare 2, mm-hmm. the maps are laid out much more simplistic. Yeah, yeah. I think, in my opinion. So, like, if we're playing Search and Destroy, and it's a 1v2, and I'm the one, and they're the two, and I kill one over here, he wasn't looking in this direction, so yeah. I can guess that his teammate was covering that direction, and yeah. he can only cover it from, like, these two or three spots. Yeah. So I can figure it out. And, and every now I, I hold yeah. that for, like, two, th- two to five seconds, and if he doesn't peek it, he's probably trying to flank me. So he's then I just turn something. around, and usually it's the right timing. Like, yeah. I turn around, and then the guy pops out, yeah. and I'm like, all right, cool. My mop knowledge plays out. But if I had not had that, if I didn't have that understanding of like map knowledge and timing and stuff and everything yeah. and just sucked at the games, I, I don't know. I think I probably, I'd be much better at my job for one because <laughs> I would just study yeah. my job because my job's also my hobby. Yeah. Outside of video games, I'm into like the cybersecurity and the coding and that kind of stuff and everything, which is what I do for my career. So yeah. I'd probably just dive deeper into that because that's just reading, reading yeah. and practicing. You know what I mean? Reading. Well, that's and too bad because we're going to, we got Call of Duty. So your job's going to have to just suffer. Yeah. It's just, well, my job right now I am good at. <laughs> yeah. Um, perfect. Yeah. It's, I, I'm good at it, but I mean, like when I say much better at my job, I mean actually much better in my career field. That makes sense. Not just my job specifically, but right. like I could probably expand and do more in my career. Right. Field. I had a bit of a reputation already in my career field coming out of the Marine Corps, working with the NSA and, um, then I went to work with Lunar Line, and I built products for McAfee. I traveled around the country and taught the Army how to use McAfee's product that I built for them. Wow. Like, I had a bit of a reputation. And then... Google them. The the hearing thing dropped off when I lost my hearing uh, after that, and I stopped teaching. I stopped traveling and instructing um, and kind of just... I fell off everything, honestly. Yeah, yeah. And then Not I came... Not Call of Duty. I came back and started trying to play again, and I could rely on that kind of that map knowledge. Yeah. Um, and games like Call of Duty are good too because if someone's shooting at you, if it doesn't directly like go in front of you, it still make changes the camera view. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. fades out your view and stuff, yeah. so I can tell I'm being shot at. Yeah. But like Counter Strike, Valorant, yeah. there's no screen reaction yeah. to being You're shot. So dead. I could just be running across the map. Somebody's just trailing me, shooting behind me the whole time, and I have no clue. Yeah. No clue. He turns around and kills him just so you know. It's- he can hear. <laughs> In case you guys were curious. Well, that was I think that's the reason I struggle so much with Valorant. Yeah. Is it I'm I'm pretty good at Counter Strike, but I played it for years before I lost my hearing. Yeah. And Valorant, in theory, is very Counter Strike like. So different though. But the map builds and everything about it is so much different and the abilities are Yeah, they, with with they the add a whole different you know, texture to it. Ten thousand hours or however many hours you have in Counter Strike, maybe yeah. not that many. Um It's more than that. Yeah, it's so easy. To understand, like, if I if you're on A and I die at B, like, oh, last guy's at B, you say you have bomb or something, you're like, I can plant, and he's here, he's probably going to come from here. I know here how long here. it takes. And you know how long it takes for him to get there, and, like, if you're looking at an angle, and he, oh, he didn't peek this, so he's probably swinging around long. Well, there's so many, and I don't think about it, but there's a lot of calculations, and I noticed it more as mm-hmm. we've started playing more Counter-Strike lately. It's, if he kills you on B, yeah, and I'm on A with the bomb, and I plant, like you're saying, he killed you, and you had an M4, and he killed you with a Deagle. It happens. He's picked up your M4. Yeah. That changes the path he takes. Yeah, for sure. Because if he still had the Deagle, he's going to try to get to me as quickly as possible before I can get set up so yeah. that he stands a chance with the fight. Now that he has an M4, 
he can take the long route mm-hmm. and try to come up quietly on me. And so I, it, it determines which avenue I devote most of my attention to. Yeah. So if I'm standing there, I plant the bomb, I have a smoke grenade in a Molotov or a smoke grenade in a flashbang, I'm going to smoke off the least likely route he's going to come from yeah. because I don't want to get caught off guard yeah. by him doing a dumb play. Because yeah. let's face it, most players are pretty, not that intelligent. Pretty dumb. They play out of habit. Yeah. And that's what makes it, it uh, gives me the ability to usually mm-hmm. accurately predict where they're going to come from or what they're going to do. Yeah. And it's the same thing. You'll see me like when we're playing now, I'll sit and hold a corner and at a certain time in the map, I'll just turn away. Yeah. Because I'm pre like predicting the flashbang. And sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. And you always feel dumb when you turn away waiting for the flashbang and then they just walk out and shoot you in the back of the head. Yeah. And you're like, Well, that's dumb. Who would peek without flashing? Yeah. That? Like who's gonna dry peek? Who's just swinging? Right. Stuff Especially like that, yeah. it's not an eco round, you have rifles, you have utility. Yeah. yeah. It's different if it's just like a pistol round, you can't afford grenades. Yeah. I'm not gonna prep for a flashbang. And yeah. then I got caught off guard because some idiot bought a flashbang. Yeah, some idiot bought a flashbang. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I hate dumb players. Anyway, so it, if I would have sucked at it, it, it probably I changed. probably would still get in Discord yeah. And, yeah. and talk to you guys and hang out because you're my friend group. It's yeah. not just about video games. It's I enjoy hanging out with you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have just been doing other things. And then yeah. I think a big change for me was you introduced me to Rocket League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've sure. had a blast. I yeah. was, I no am, audio cues. Like, sound doesn't matter. It's all just... At fucking all. It's all Apparently... Just, Halston, their hasher, was telling me that sound is pretty important because you can change like the motor of the sound of your car. Mm-hmm. And so if you play in duos, you can like set a certain sound. Like you can both set one and you're like, oh, so you know when your teammates you know he's coming up you. behind you. Exactly. You don't bump into him, that which does sense. make sense. But yeah. I look around a lot. Yeah. And I don't, I'm not even listening for car sounds. I'm looking at the fucking ball. I'm not listening for fucking car yeah. sounds like it's I, Call of Duty footsteps. If the, if, the ball goes, if, the, yeah. if the ball goes up in the air in Rocket mm-hmm. League right now, the first thing I do is free camp. Yeah. And look around for my teammate. Okay, he's on my left side or he's behind me. So I can either set this up for a pass or I can just try to take the shot depending on where he's at. Y'all are better at video games than I am. What? You can hear. I've been playing Call of Duty. You won your 2v2 the other night. (laughs) Oh. No no thanks to him. Nine attempts in, but. Hey, that last one. Daddy had a carry. Not on that last one. I know, I know. Hey, I started off strong on a couple of them and needed you. And I wasn't there. You were just so high. Yeah. And then you weren't. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you weren't. I was angry. At some point your blood pressure just like boiled all the weed out of your system. You were just like, I'm, I fucking hate this game in my life. <laughs> I just wanted to go to sleep, I'm man. I'm so tired. I was like, one game, we'll win. And then we got shit on. I was like, And then we well, got shit on more. eight more times. Yeah. Yeah. It was insane. It was like two in the morning. Yeah. We stayed on until 1.30. Then you just turned it I on. had to. I was like, okay, I'm done. I was like, I'm sitting up. I'm fucking fed up with I, this bullshit. I did notice. Uh, your buddy Hostin was like wanted to one v one you in in Call of Duty, so he got on to play with us. Yeah, and he played a couple games of like search and hard yeah, he was chilling with us. He was like, I'm good. and he was like, we don't need to one v one. Like it's good. Like he didn't follow we're, through with that. He just played some games with us. Yeah, we yeah. pop, we popped the fuck yeah. off in those games. Yeah. What is cool is the one we won. We I think we got the same number of kills and like the same damage, even yeah. on like three points. Yeah, like it was beautifully played same number of deaths same number of kills it was like the same it was weird yeah my point is i've played call of duty with you guys um for years now i don't have any map knowledge <laughs> i have never stuck maybe it's because i usually drink when we play games or for a spell in my life i was you know back in the back in the day i would partake in some sort of legal marijuana um maybe it just never stuck with me i don't know Yesterday. but Last like no. y'all just have better you know awareness i don't have any awareness yeah and I don't think it's something you know I'm going to get. You know the truth of it? <laughs> I think I just don't have it. You know the truth of it? Is 
you play for fun and hang well, out time I with do, the boys. True. Myself and Steven are very competitive. And, but that's it's what, that's what sucks because it's like yesterday yeah. he was like, we loaded off Tristan's house. Uh-huh. First game of pool, racked him up, and he said, "I'll play you." He said, "Are you good at pool?" I said, "No." He said, "Yeah, me neither." Two two shots in, we were talking shit to each other and like trying to like trying yeah. hard to win. Yeah. It, we can't help it. That's true. So you're having fun. Yeah. And every time we play a map, we're like, okay, the spawn could be here. They could come from this angle. I can yeah. expect it. We mm-hmm. can't help that competitive. And, yeah. And the thing is, even if I'm not doing well, I'm still having a good time. Like, I would wish I was doing more because mm-hmm. it's more fun to but get kills fun. and stuff. But as long as we're winning, I'm happy. If we start losing, if y'all aren't doing your job and caring, <laughs> I do get upset. I do get upset because I am competitive. I don't want to lose. Yeah. But also, there's just nothing I can do about it. <laughs> yeah. but, but again, again, it's the fun aspect. Exactly. It's always more fun when you're winning. Exactly. So it's not that you, you're competitive and that yeah. you just want to win. It's just more fun when you win. Yeah. So, but I'm just washed. I'm too you're gonna, old. You're gonna have to. Um, you're gonna. We're gonna go back to his house and like watch a movie, do whatever we're gonna do. No, play soggy biscuit. I gotta show you how strong my tongue oh my is. Um, yeah, show us how strong his <laughs> tongue is. You can show us how t- yeah. strong it is with the soggy biscuit. Yeah. Um, you do need to play a couple games on his account, and you'll understand. Like Logan does, like he's very good in his skill base. I like, top frag, he top frags frag. pretty much every fucking time. Like thirty plus kills, like what we would do in like a you know hard point. Yeah, um, but with some but, poor fats. Yeah, but when you play in his skill base, you'll see a bit like, and then you go, well, oh, he's playing against people we're playing with, and they're fucking like wild for some reason. I guess because we hadn't, I hadn't played, I played for the first time in like three weeks. Yeah. When the new season dropped mm-hmm. the other day, before I came down here, I I loaded in Call of Duty and we were waiting on you to get on. Yeah. So I just joined him, yeah. and he joined one of the hard points from his lobby. Mm-hmm. And I, those first two games, I'm sure were your skill base because I dropped 81 and yeah. you're going off. I dropped. 81 I don't want to shoot house, but yeah, you you like you dropped 81 on shoot house. Which on I know it's shoot house, but that's then, not that's but then, insane. But then I dropped like 72 or 74 yeah, like, on uh, Valdera's museum, yeah, yeah. the big one, the museum. Yeah, like I was. They're just you can tell like you go to shoot at somebody and they're like, yeah, they're just running across. Yeah, the they map. don't know what the fuck they're playing going like on, me. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. Dude. They're playing like me. Like they have no idea someone's shooting at them. Yeah, and then when they finally get hit, they just stop. They just. Freeze <laughs> up! Yeah, it's it's like I so, stepped on something. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny to me, like, but because skill based matchmaking is real, and it's funny to see like the difference. I don't think obviously we're not like in the upper echelon, but I do no. believe we're in the top. I started hitting in ranked when mm-hmm. I got to platinum. I started yeah. getting like crimson players, yeah. diamond players, and there was a couple games where I got crimson players on like my team or the enemy team. Mm-hmm. They were different. Yeah. yeah, I I fully believe that I'm in Call of Duty. I'm a platinum or diamond player. Yeah. I plat low diamond player. Yeah. But the guys that were crimson, that were, is, we were playing like hard point and ranked, and yeah. I was playing solo queue and getting three random teammates and all that and everything. And these guys that were crimson on my team or on the enemy team were dropping like 30, 35 kills in uh, ranked yeah. hard point. And I'm over there dropping 12 or 13. Yeah. And I was like, this is clearly a I think skill base. Crimson is like top 5%. Yeah, it's crazy. All right now. I can't yeah. hang with that. Yeah, I have like, no illusions yeah. that I am at that level. Yeah. Now, if like, you put like you, me, and two other fairly dedicated like platinum diamond level yeah. players on a team we could get there could we scrim against like a uh what is it called challengers yeah. team and hold our own yeah i don't know that we would win but yeah. i know we would hold our own yeah. i feel like we could hang as a team yeah. best type you put us in like search we could probably take a few rounds maybe we win a game but like yeah, hard maybe. point or control where they know every like, little like spawn one out of and, three one out of yeah. five kind of situation yeah. sure but no when they know all the spawns and all that kind of stuff no we we're not that level yeah like watching like i think it was like dashy play ranked and he was, uh, it was a, a, even trying. a, a was... CeeLo. No, not a CeeLo. Yeah, yeah, a CeeLo on control. 
And he the would floor, like the the one with the big long building in the center. Yeah, he would go like downstairs and come out the door, and he would kill them all spawn, and he'd run up the stairs. And by the time he got up there, they spawned over here, and he would just kill them, and then run yeah. back downstairs. They spawned here, and it's like, and then I can't do that. You look at his webcam or whatever, and he's just sitting back with a controller, like, yeah, reading chat, and yeah, like, like no fuck, he's not trying. Yeah. I try that, and the kid gets behind the fucking car, and then fucking kills me, and I'm pissed yeah, off. I get yeah. one shot in the head. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, but that's like. I could literally see the switch happen the other night. What I was talking about, I was playing with Logan and dropping 75 kills on Museum and 80-something on uh, Shoothouse. Shoot yeah. And then Steven joined us, and so two of us it upped the skill base. Yeah. And I was I showed you. You watched my screen. I was three-shotting people with the Vaznev. Yeah. And then we get to Hotel was our first map on, and I literally got eight hit markers on a guy with the Vaznev from close range, and he didn't die. He turned around and two-tapped me with attack. Yeah. So you're not going to tell me that what's not affected <laughs> by skill-based matchmaking is also the damage It might modifier. be. It might be. 100%. It's got to be, because my F-tag, when it was just us playing, and I was, and not, I was two-tapping people. I yeah. know yeah. I was two-tapping In people. In his lobbies, he was. I watched I know people. I was. And then yeah. I was playing with you guys the other night, and, and I was like, I'm, I'm hitting people three, three times. They're in the, yeah. He, Three might kill him and might take it four. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I was like, they, they nerfed it for sure. I'm not calling it a patent. I'm not pulling the chop. It's like, it's, it's like a patent. I'm calling them out. Activision, you're a bunch not, of bitches. It's not a patent, but I do think that skill based damage is a real thing. Yeah. Like if it's a shittier player. Yeah. Then they get a little bit of like a uh, forgiveness. forgiveness. Yeah. We're right there. We're right there. From now on, I'm the lobby leader. Okay. I mean,. It helps when it, you're playing with just one of us. Yeah. I think it like balances it out, yeah. lowers it down yeah. from our skill base just a little bit, but not all the way into like where your top fragment right. type skill base. But you still hold your own. Like when you play with us on hard points and stuff, you'll drop like seventeen. Yeah, yeah. Things like that and everything. Hey, that's. I also just have some nights I'm just better just than other attack, nights. I can be the same gun, same everything, but just sometimes my hands don't work. No, I get that. And sometimes they do. You know, sometimes you're hot. Okay, I'm cutting the podcast off because we're almost at an hour. And we're going to get into the juicy stuff. Um, yeah. Well, before we do that, that last seven minutes or so, are there any other questions for me? Before you just cut it off? I'm sorry, Tristan, do you have anything? Do you want to ask any questions? Uh, I was just primarily going to ask what your thoughts were on my gameplay. Ooh. <laughs> on your gameplay in Call mm-hmm. of Duty? So, 100% honesty? Like full yeah, transparency? Let's hear, let's hear it. You have nights where you show flashes. Like, sometimes you'll be sniping That's nice. or something like that, and it, it happens. I'm not wrong, right? Like, what? he'll hit some sniper shots and some shit. He'll show flashes sometimes on some nights no. on Call of Duty. <laughs> It'll be like, bap, bap. You know, he'll hit, like, two shots in a row. Like, that one clip that I had in my one video. one clip when we were talking about Andrea Botez. No, 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 but the, the other clip that I had where he hit those two snipes on uh, Mercado, and I was like, oh, that's my friend. And you were like, I know that guy. And then he died to some random guy behind him. Yeah. And we were like, never mind, that was a different guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's a different guy. So, full transparency, I think it's there. The full honesty opinion, I think you could be an above average player if you spent more time on it. If you spent like more time that. on it. But you don't spend time on it. So, as it stands right. right now, I'd so put you in average, average lobbies. That's, Your skill based matchmaking that. is going to put you in, in like the average. Like, if you played ranked, I think you would be silver or gold. What's your KD, I wonder? Because KD, I think, in a while. because the way they want KD to work is they want whatever skill-based matchmaking you're in, your average KD to just be one. 
That's yeah. what they want. They, they try to get you as close to one as, as possible. As close as one as possible. So if you're even if you're a, a little above that, like I'm a little above that, like you're a pretty exceptional player in your skill base. In your skill base. Yeah. yeah. But then there are like like Logan's KD is fucked. He's got like a point eight eight. But that's, that's not he plays with he us. He plays with us. That's not his fault at all. At all. And that's why when he that's why they put him in his skill base, he's like, Oh, we got a point eight eight, let's bump brother up to a one. Yeah. And he gets the Make a Wish kids and just shits on them. <laughs> Literally, we have a video with the kid named Make a Wish. Yeah, Make a Wish. Um, Make so a Wish kid. Was I'm in interested to see what like your KD is because you again you play a lot with us, pretty yeah. much only with us. Yeah, um, you don't. Sometimes you play with Killy, but that's mostly DMZ. It's, yeah, primarily or just DMZ. But now, I, what, no. I, I think honestly, honestly, I do think um, more time spent would you would get better at the mechanics. Like the movement mechanics and stuff, because <laughs> sometimes that's what's what holding you back. Yeah, you no, have I decent play. enough aim that mm-hmm. you could hold your own in, in your skill based matchmaking lobbies. But sometimes it's the movement. Like you'll take a shot and then just stand there and rescope instead of like backing up and then repeeking the corner. Hey, it's those little things you pick up you. over time. Ain't no bitch. Yeah, do it's me, my do courage. me. <laughs> do you? Do me, do me. What do I think of Steven's gameplay? Uh, probably worse than the group. True. Um, Overconfident. As it stands, sloppy because it's three sixties everywhere. It's it's it, no. Um, you showboat, and the funny part is, the funny part is, sometimes when you showboat, I do better. It's better. Yeah. I have a story. I have a like you'll play straight up. Yeah, I'll come to you in a second. Excuse me, you're interrupting. It's not better. Guys. Um, sometimes you'll play straight up, like you'll be in a one v three clutch and search. And you'll play straight up like how you should play yeah. against. People. I would like to, see and then that you'll one. whiff the shot, or you'll spray and only hit like one or two shots out of the spray, and then like the next round, it's almost like you're like you get some fuck it in your system, yeah, yeah. and you're just like I don't care, and you're just jump picking every corner like three sixty and trying to hit <laughs> ridiculous shots, and yeah. you'll win on like a one v four clutch. So like yeah. sometimes it pays off, but like I can always. It's funny just from your like watching like if I die and I watch your cam. I can tell how locked in you are or how much you care about the game. Like, if they start talking shit on the enemy team and you get locked in, you don't it's like a that. different Steven that yeah. comes out. You've seen him. And it's it's mind-blowing to me to watch because you'll run, jump, peek a corner. He won't be there, so you'll start tax sprinting again, and then he'll peek, and then you, like, drop shot. Like, mm-hmm. you'll lay down, and the dude whiffs every shot. And yeah. if it's me, I'm dead, instantly yeah. dead. Like, the dude tracks me all the way to the ground yeah. if I do it. Somehow, you have that that cod blessing to where when you do things like that, like you'll just sit there and side strafe and they won't hit a shot yeah. while you're reloading, you know, yeah. build different. If yeah. I do that, like I could do the perfect movement and crouch down and like, I could fucking snake them behind yeah, the like, couch. <laughs> and the second I pop up, they'll headshot me, Yeah, but you'll just stand in the open and side strafe and reload. And the dude's just like, ah, shoot the ceiling. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't get it, but you, it's always, I think I've said it before, but it's always astounded me. Some of the gunfights you win, I feel like you should not win, and it's not because you're better or I'm, I'm, or they're better than you or you're worse than them. It's because they had the opening shot, mm-hmm. they saw you first, you weren't ready for them. You'll whip on them, turn on them, whatever. But you like, it's so habitual, it's so ingrained in you how to play COD. Yeah, that 
if you get shot from behind, you, you don't even think about it. Your instant reaction is to whip around and lay down and yeah. start shooting, and you win the gunfight. Yeah. Whereas for me, that has to be a conscious effort because mm-hmm. I didn't play as much COD as you did in the older days. Yeah. And like back in like Modern Warfare 3 and stuff, that was the meta. Yeah. There was no slide canceling yeah, yeah. and all that. It was drop They bring shot. back slide canceling to game over. Yeah, so it, it was, in uh, W2, when they brought back drop shotting, basically like going prone and snaking and stuff, it, it became your playground. Yeah, it was fun. It was interesting because in old Call of Duties, when I would play my first couple games, when like a new COD would come out back in the day, there was a meta and it would switch Call of Duties. It would either be drop shotting was overpowered or jump shotting where you're just shooting at somebody and you just jump. And that just throws their aim it assist feels off. feels like MW2 is a mixture of both. It is a mixture of both. Yeah, it you is a mixture of both. You see a lot of people both. trying to do the bunny hop mm-hmm. thing where they're just yep. constantly jumping while they're shooting yep. and trying to move sideways. Yeah. And other people like drop you shot. are very, very common with the – it's not like you're – you're running and you both turn a corner and your instant reaction is to drop shot. You'll yeah. just mow a guy down yeah. straight up. But if you get shot from the back, yeah, yeah, you whip and lay down at the same time. Which is the only okay time to drop shot. Yeah. Right, right. It's it, it's yeah. a, that reaction that gives you the advantage back the, in the, the thing is, is, So the decision making for me is text next level. The a lot of times the kids who are like um jump uh shotting, um like corners and like just like bunny hopping, yeah. Typically they're either on PC or they're playing on a controller with a paddle. Yeah. Um, which gives them an advantage. I can't play with the controller with the paddle, so I am better at drop shotting because it's just hold the stick down and I just lay down. Yeah, you know, or like if I'm playing on controller with like on keyboard or mouse, it really doesn't matter either way. I've but. noticed you do drop shot significantly less since you switched back to yeah. keyboard and mouse because yeah. we did controllers for a little while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what was your story? I would like to say fuck Steven. We could have been off the game at twelve forty five the other night on our two v twos. We're on one of the new map. Yeah, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it was 5-4 we were up and we lost this round and then we lost the next one. I believe we had the EBRs. They got the momentum back. A little EBR, a little tap-tap situation. Yeah, yeah. And um, I did pass. I perished. But it was a 1v1. And Steven had him over in a little side container. I can't remember the name of the map. It's one of the new ones. Um, And he ran up behind him. He came out of the container. He was standing right there looking the other way. Like, we got it. This is This is it. We're done. And he just started blasting at him. Didn't name down sides. Didn't like line it up. He just came around the corner. Took a second, so it's not like he panicked. Noticed he was looking away from him, and then just started tap, tap, to tap, to tap, tap. I don't think he hit anything, a foot even. The guy turned around and just lit his ass up when he, you know, aimed down his sights. And we lost that one, and then we lost the next one. And then we played four more games of 2v2s before we won. So Dude, your, your arrogance I think, <laughs> cost me about 30 minutes of sleep. I think I hate you for it. Honestly, <laughs> putting it into perspective, the best way that I could answer fully your question is, I think... We're on very similar play levels. And I think it's because of two different reasons. Mechanically, you're much more practiced and much better mechanically Mm -hmm. than I am. I think my years of Counter-Strike gave me an aim advantage. Mm -hmm. So if we come up, like you can see it on the How channel, we have a couple videos where we 1v1. And they're always super close. Whether mm-hmm. you win, I win, doesn't matter. They're always, except for the Counter-Strike one, that, was, that one doesn't count because that was clearly an advantage to me. Catch me after 10,000 hours, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Get these hands. Well, listen, we've been playing Counter-Strike. We'll Get do another one. But if you watch, I don't know if you've watched the 1v1 challenge we did. We ran the gauntlet. Last. So we put Modern Warfare, Cold War, mm-hmm. Counter-Strike. Uh, a couple the, of random games. The poly Polygon one. Mm-hmm. Like the shooter polygon game is like Battlefield. Okay. And it's a great time. Um, Aim Labs was the, if we needed a decider. So if we tied 2 2, then we would go to Aim Labs and do like a skill challenge. Um, I ended up winning 3 to 1. You won the polygon one, obviously. Um, I won the other three. But like we finished 
Cold War was the first one, and it was nine seven. Was the final score? Mm-hmm. I won nine. He won. He won seven rounds. That's close. Then we went to Modern Warfare, and it was twenty five to twenty three, mm. or twenty five to twenty four, something like that. It's too bad you weren't playing horseshoes. And then <laughs> hand grenades, maybe. And then we went to Counter Strike. <laughs> He's played some hand grenades. And <laughs> we went to Counter Strike, and it was. I think I won like eight uh, two or something. Yeah, like I don't that. think I killed Ooh. you once. Yeah, it, you did twice. Oh, yeah. Oh, you, so hit the, you hit the flicky dicky. Right? Oh, I had the flicky dicky. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you got that flicky dicky. I know I you got over, the flicky dicky. I, I turned. We spawned. I turned and looked, and there was a chicken painting on the wall. And I was like, I'm gonna go look at the chicken painting. And I ran across. He shot me in the leg as I ran across. And I was like, Ah! So ah. I, I jump peeked the box, and he was holding ah. the angle for me to peek back out. So when I jump peeked, like like from my shoulders up, showed, and he just went boop. Just, I mean, and then he, cheating? Whoo, he hit the flicky dicky. Um, but they're always really close. Mm-hmm. I think that in a straight up fight, my aim gives me a slight advantage, but your counter to that is the movement yeah. mechanic. So you can see it in those one. If I played to your disadvantages, I'd beat your ass. You did for a minute in modern warfare. A hundred percent. He cheesed it for like three kills for like, cause he got behind. It was like 20, I was like 22 and yeah. he was like 17 yeah. or 18 yeah. and he brought it back to where it was 23, 22 because he like. One, he knew the spawn rotations a little bit. He knew I was going to spawn in a certain area, and then he would kind of hide and <laughs> use the fact that I couldn't hear him. Wait for him to walk by, and then wait Steven. for me to walk by, <laughs> and then we went back to playing straight up, and it and it just back yeah. and forth from yeah. there on out. And then eventually, it was like like I said, twenty five, twenty four. Like I, I just happened, and I hit the like a jump shot over the edge yeah. of the plane for the last kill, and it was hundred yeah. percent like. It could have gone either way because yeah. he was looking at me and I was looking at him, and it was all literally just right. who's who's connecting because right. we were both no scoping. Because the rules yeah. were to win the one v one during the match, you had to hit at least one three sixty no scope or jump shot. Yeah, um, to, for it to count, you couldn't end the match without. So early on, the first like couple kills of each other was us trying to like three sixty yeah, or get, to it, jump, yeah. get, a get jump it out, shot, get it out, get yeah. a no scope, get it out of the way. Um, but yeah, so it was. I feel like we're at very similar levels, but it's for different reasons. Yeah. I think. So, so if y'all want to see these clips, um, I'm sure the YouTube and everything. The script links in the Instagram bio of the Hal Instagram. It is. I'll put it in the. And the what's the Hal Instagram? We'll put it up as well. But was it just Hal? I think Hal, it's just Hal. Hal highs, highs and lows. Let me let me look. Yeah, let's let's pull up just so we can go. tell them, and then we'll make sure we get it in the description. Um, while he's looking that up, do you want to just speak into maybe what happened on that two v two when you decided yeah. to? Not shoot that person? What was well, going through your head? Uh, I was high. Oh, yeah. Okay. And when I came around the corner okay. and he wasn't looking at me, I noticed how small the, the circle was for no scopes. So I was like, oh, I could just two-tap him real quick in the back and be done with this. And then 17 shots went past his head. And I was like... It, was, it took a while for him to like actually turn around. It's like he yeah. was good at the game and like well, I remember snapped watching on you. in Discord the second match y'all streamed and you came around... The boxes and that one guy was looking the complete wrong way, and you were just like tap tap, like no, you didn't aim down sights and just tap tap him. And even Logan said like that guy was oblivious, like he had no idea what was going on. It might have been that time. Then he probably killed me, that oblivious guy. But that's not the point. <laughs> anyway, what's the what's the Instagram? Um, so the Instagram is Hal H A L dot highs and lows. H A L dot highs and lows. Hal highs and lows. And also and the it, YouTube channel is YouTube.com slash highs and lows. Highs and lows. And also on the At Instagram highs and lows. At highs and lows. Yeah. Slash okay. at highs and lows. YouTube.com slash at highs and lows. And also, like I said, that's linked in the Instagram description. And also, if you get on there, um, by the time this is out, they'll have uh, Steven and Gadget here went and got themselves some HAL How tattoos today. Make sure we get those on the Instagram so y'all can see them. 
Oh, yeah, we could post a picture on the Instagram. Um, we only did videos, so we need to get a picture. Yeah, yeah, we can take a scrap out of there. Put my dick in it or something. Yeah, yeah, hey, whatever you got to do, man. Fuzzy in the background. Yeah, yeah. Really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. just like in the reflection. Like, like I a, didn't know. Like all the girls on, on TikTok advertising their OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah. They're always like, it's a, like a video of them, but there's a phone in the background that has like a half-naked picture <laughs> yeah, yeah. that you can barely see. Yeah. I think you should do one where you get on the scale. <laughs> And you video the weight. Oh. And you get all the dick and balls. <laughs> and the reflection on the scale. There's, I know we're trying to end this real Bert quick. Bert did that. There's a, yeah, there's a streamer I was watching. Uh, there's a streamer I was watching. He did the, he streamed for a month straight. Oh, oh uh, yeah, yeah, He did the subathon. Yeah. And at one point, they were like, weigh yourself, weigh yourself. And he's like, okay. So he turned his webcam off and everything and like switched the stream to his phone. Uh-huh. He has a little like scale in his bathroom. He's like, I, I do personally weigh only in my underwear. I do think it matters. He took all his underwear off and he was recording the scale. And like you couldn't see him because he was just recording the scale. But as he stepped on it, it was a glossy black scale. And you could just see all of this man in his underwear. And he goes, oh, God, there's a reflection. It's so funny. It's so funny. Your heart stopped. No, no, no. It's so funny. They know now. Yeah, it's just so funny. Oh They've God, seen me funny. all. Well, guys, listen, we're going to do another episode with Gadget here today. It's going to be a Patreon exclusive. We're going to go over, or I'll let you, we'll go over our, our evening last night, Gadget's first time ever visiting Houston, Texas. You got to yeah, give a little yeah. something for the evening. You can't um, just say the evening. It's a good evening. Trust me. It's for the Patreon. We went to three different places. We went to three places. I um, Four, technically, but. I partook in something I never have before. Oh, and it, was, it wasn't cocaine. It was an eye-opening was, experience. Yeah, was, mm, eyes were open. Potentially eye-closing. And then closed. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, great night. A yep. great night. Uh, Tristan might have found his new bride. Potentially. But we'll get into that. But, um... Oh, was my so yeah, come check it out. Um, we got some good Patreon episodes up, and you will Sorry, like my them. My daughter texted me. <laughs> Does anybody have anything else to add for the episode, the free episode? Um, f- since it's the free episode, I just want to say I appreciate you guys letting me jump on here and be of the first course. guest um, as an avid follower and one of the longtime Patreon subscriptions. Uh, I said avid follower. I read. He's a long... long- so I've been waiting on this because I believe Patreon said that if I subscribed for s- several months that I would get one of these. So thank you for handing me the black one. Absolutely not. He handed me this one. It's now mine. That's on you, man. A long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Gadget Chris Keys. So I appreciate you guys having me here. But uh, We're happy to have you. Absolutely. Well, everyone, make sure y'all stay out there. Y'all keep it open. And thank y'all for being bad friends. All right. Thank you guys for listening to the Keep It Open podcast.